Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And the doors with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Put your hands together, fans, for your New England chowder heads. Could become a reality. Tell you about it in sports right at 6. Uh, comedian Marty Caproni will be joining us today. Hells yeah. How fun will that be? That's going to be a good time. He's get, the best. get a load of this. He's coming to uh, to Comics Roadhouse in Mohegan. Mm-hmm. Show tonight, one tomorrow, two on Saturday. That's a good, uh, that's a sweet gig for, for Marty. So we'll be talking to him about that and other stuff too. He's going to work his liver out overtime this weekend. <laughs> Four shows of liver busting uh, comedy. How about that? Is that and a lot of other stuff this morning? It's just about 536. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. New England Patriots. It's 551, and the Foo Fighters. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Going to be sunny and hot today, uh, high of 96, but the heat index over 100 degrees. Ugh. Lovely. Tomorrow, range uh, thunderstorms with a high of 92. It is 68 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Stifler's mom. Remember her? Jennifer Coolidge? I do. She says that she's grateful for American Pie because she got a lot of attention from men. She jokes, there were so many benefits, there'd be like 200 people that I'd never slept with. Well, you know, if the... I guess you it's uh, you know where you decide to be what you decide to be grateful for. You know? Yeah, well, hey, only uh, on the eye of the beholder. She was getting some uh, left and right. It just so was being, the pie. Yes, it was. The pie got it worse. I think. I think so. Uh, yeah, that was like a that was like a big thing. The pop culture. She was a pop culture icon. Stifler's mom. I know. You know, good stuff. A cameraman threw up on Kevin Bacon while shooting Apollo 13. Scenes were filmed in a NASA aircraft to uh, simulate zero gravity, but it seems like someone forgot to take their anti-nausea meds that day. So they called that the uh, the vomit comet when they filmed that filmed that thing because they kept throwing up. Well, because they were trying to recreate ze- uh, you know a gravity-free environment. Yeah, a lot of people just because of the motion that's involved, they get sick. Yeah, so they called it the the vomit comet. That sounds like something I want to be part of. The vomit comet. Think about how much weight you'd lose. Yeah, that's true. You'd be uh, you'd be well on your in more uh, weight than that Doctor Atkins. What the hell does he know about weight loss? Probably people throwing up listening to our show right now. Oh, I'm sure of that. Uh, how cool would it be to live in a home you've seen on TV? Well, according to Zillow, it might cost you a pretty penny. Here's a list of famous homes you've seen in movies and on TV shows with their estimated value. Uh, oh, this is like your favorite TV show, Wayne Manor from the Batman show. Yes. $14.9 million. Really? Yeah. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Mansion, $10 million. The Full House House, $5 million. That, uh, Get out of here. Uh, well, that's uh, that's the going rate in San Francisco right now. Hmm. What about the one at 1313 Mockingbird Lane? Uh, I don't see that one. It's not on the list. Yeah. Hmm. It's a little fixer-upper. Uh, if you want the Dexter apartment, it's two hundred and fifty-seven thousand hmm. dollars. That's your your best deal is the Roseanne house for two hundred and ten thousand dollars. That's that's the actually, lowest. that is a pretty good deal. 
But if you want the Happy Days house, that's $3 million. The Golden Girls house, $4 million. What about the Brady house? That just sold, too, didn't it? $4.5 million for the Brady house. That's outrageous. And, yeah, it doesn't come with everything that... that uh, doesn't come with a shag carpet. Doesn't come with the uh, it, with the with the uh, the beads that Greg hung from his door. It doesn't look anything like the house on the inside, because the inside was a studio. The outside was just the shot. Was the exterior shot? There ain't one of us that looked at that stairway and just say, "Hey, that looks that uh, that looks kind of cool." The stairway you can actually see right through with yeah. shag carpet on the on the yeah. steps. To include Alice the maid too, or not? Well, Ann B. Davis dead. is no longer with us. I know. Uh, the Pee-wee's Big Adventure House, $1.5 million. Now, are they talking about Pee-wee's house, or are they talking about Francis's house? Probably Pee-wee's house. Yeah, the, because... The playhouse or the house from the movie? I the house from the movie. Yeah. But that, I don't even remember are... the house from the movie. Well, he had the Rube Goldberg uh, cooking him breakfast and all that stuff yeah. in the morning. And uh, yeah. now, How much would it be to stay at the uh, basement at the Alamo? There's no basement at the Alamo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always like that line. That's a good one, yeah. Uh, Jason Momoa dressed up as a flight attendant to hand out water bottles from his uh, company, Manalanu. He uh, was celebrating the company's partnership with Hawaiian Airlines. I guess if you're going to market yourself uh, dressing up like a flight attendant, way to do it. I've seen a number of flight attendants that kind of look a little bit like Jason Momoa. Uh, It it ain't all that pretty. Would uh, Grey's Anatomy still be the same without Dr. Grey? Never saw a single episode. The show is entering its 19th season, and a new report says that Ellen Pompeo is only expected to appear in eight episodes, which is only about a third of the season. She may continue to narrate, but that's not even a guarantee. Mm. This is not a shock, apparently. Her uh, role has been shrinking in recent seasons, and Ellen is moving on to star in an untitled orphan-themed limited series at Hulu. It is possible that this is the final season for Dr. Grey or the final season for Grey's Anatomy altogether, but nothing is official yet. See, now, if I were still watching that show, and I'm not, I'd want more Ellen Pompeo. I don't think... That's me. I'm not... I don't find her attractive. I don't find her unattractive. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the uh, Meredith Grey, Ellen Pompeo thing. I'm not a non-fan like you. She right. age you, is catching up with her. Stop it, you two. What? Better things to argue about than Ellen Pompeo. Like? I don't know. I got no problem you, with Ellen Pompeo. Listen to you. Guys, oh, I've never watched the show before. I know, right? I know who she is, though. Of course you do. You're a red-blooded American male. I'm ambivalent. The uh, Rolling Stones performed in Spain on Tuesday, and in the middle of uh, satisfaction, Mick Jagger noticed a woman in the crowd who was holding an American flag and who was topless. Hey. And Mick responded by playfully lifting up his own shirt to flash his nips back at the woman. It's unclear who the mystery woman is, but Mick shared the footage on his Instagram story. Actually, some young uh, assistant shared that on Mick's Instagram. Mm -hmm. Now do you see the topless woman in this Instagram picture? You can only see the back of her. Ah. Yeah, which uh, really isn't, uh, that's not helping anybody. No, but it's, it is patriotic. It is patriotic, but at least you're going to do it like in front of everybody, don't you think? You're really doing it in front of Mick because everybody behind you can't see anything. Right, but I, the camera person should have taken the front side so I could be the judge of whether or not that was worth it for Mick to do that. I agree. Because I'm the judge of that. What has she got? He's got no satisfaction. Yeah, right? 
So how does that work? Uh, you know, uh, what is she? I want to see what the, what her goods are that yeah. it was worth it for him to lift up his shirt in front of her. These are these are the tough questions that uh, are on everyone's mind. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock One Hundred Two. I. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I don't know how it's been for you, but whenever I've taken a new position, I've always tried my best to be respectful and friendly to my new fellow employees. Granted, I haven't had to do that in about 27 years, and most of the people who are working here in 1995 have long since moved on with their lives. However, I think the same level of common courtesy in a new work environment is still a valid approach, even to this very day. The same thing is also true in the National Football League, where first impressions are still lasting impressions, just like they would be in any other work environment. Too bad that no one bothered to explain that to Trevor Penning, the rookie left tackle for the New Orleans Saints. You see, Trevor, while new on the job, is having a tough time making friends. Trevor is what most people would refer to as an a-hole. And as such, he has been finding it kind of hard to fit in with the rest of the guys. Why? Well, perhaps it might have something to do with the fact that Trevor was kicked out of practice for fighting with teammates yesterday during team practice. Now, I should point out that this is not an unusual situation in team sports. What is unusual is that this is the third time in three days that Trevor Penning has been fighting with his teammates. Yesterday, after he was finally kicked out of practice, Saints head coach Dennis Allen emphatically stated, we don't have time for that. No, no, you do not. You see, Trevor should have to, should have the, be able to understand on his own that in spite of being a first round draft pick, you still have to work with fellow employees, abide by organizational rules, and conform to certain elements of a corporate culture, like every other employee in every other job situation in America. In 27 years that I've worked at Rock 102, I have never been involved in an at-work fistfight. Oh, I've certainly thought about it over the years, but that's where my compulsive behavior ends and cooler heads prevail. Sure, there are times I'd like to brain a co-worker in the head with a shovel, but it's not good for the company, and it's not good for my longevity. Perhaps somebody should share that with Trevor Penning before he starts collecting his unemployment checks. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. All the lawnmowers in the world are at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Well, the ones we're talking about anyway, Cross, uh, Craftsman, Toro, Ego, Rockies is your outdoor power headquarters, and you have an excellent bunch of choices that you'll be mown away by at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 611. And Billy Idol with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny and hot today with a high of 96, but the heat index uh, well over 100. And tomorrow, severe thunderstorms with a high of 92. It is 68 right now in downtown Springfield. Comedian Marty Caproni will be joining us after 8 o'clock today. He's going to be appearing at the uh, Comics Roadhouse and Mohegan Sun tonight through Saturday. One show tonight, one show tomorrow, two shows on Saturday. Great uh, weekend of comedy at Mohegan Sun with Marty Caproni, and he'll be here a little bit later on this morning. Uh, I will uh, just uh, interject here about Mr. Caproni. Uh, anything that he says, where he's going to be, that is a false flag operation, never happened. Who is that? Alex Jones. Oh, yes. 
did you see any of this yesterday? Mm-hmm. I saw bits and pieces of it. I, I didn't sit there watching uh, the whole thing. I'll read you some of the article. For years, bombastic far-right conspiracy theorist uh, Alex Jones ranted to his millions of followers that the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary school shooting was a hoax, that children weren't killed, and that parents were crisis actors in an elaborate ruse to get... Uh, to force gun control. Under oath and facing a jury that could hit him with $150 million or more in damages for his false claims, Jones said Wednesday he now realizes that was irresponsible and believes that what happened in the deadliest school shooting in American history was 100% real. Oh, gee, I wonder what made him come Mm -hmm. to that conclusion. He he said that he was suffering from some sort of temporary psychosis when he made those claims. (laughs) Yeah. His uh, public uh, contrition came on the final days of testimony in a two-week defamation lawsuit against him and his Austin-based media company, Free Speech Systems, brought by Neil Heslin and Scarlett Lewis, the parents of six-year-old Jesse Lewis. Their son was the first grader who was among the 20 students uh, and six teachers killed at the school in Newtown, Connecticut, on December 14th of 2012. He testified that he didn't have any text messages related to this Sandy Hook thing. Right. His lawyers inadvertently, which I don't think it was inadvertently, I think it was very intentional. It was vertent. Sent his entire, the contents of his cell phone to uh, the... What is it? The, the, the prosecution? What do you call that? Is that the it's prosecution? for discovery. Discovery. The, uh, prose- right. Prosecution. Right. So, uh, and they even said, hey, uh, do you want us to contest this? Like, because usually, usually a lawyer doesn't reveal all their cards at once. And they're like, nope, nope. We, we don't want to contest anything. Mm-hmm. And they used it in court yesterday sure. against him. Yeah. He is an idiot. And he, and they, and, and the best part was when that lawyer said, do you know what perjury is? I just want to make sure you understand what that is before we go any further here. Oh, I, ooh, well, well, well why didn't I, I? Of course, I, get, I gave you the phone because I wanted you to see it. Remember a couple of years ago I told you the story that uh, I was at that radio convention in New York? Yeah. And, uh, you know, every now and then they invite somebody controversial to yeah. speak in front of all of these other mm-hmm egomaniacal radio talk show hosts mm-hmm. of which i was in the crowd of uh, course you were. yeah well you're one of them yeah i was sitting close to lionel remember we used to have lionel on the show oh, God, yeah. right okay so there you have it um lionel is prone to believe some conspiratorial theories like an alex jones but alex jones is on stage and he go he, you know he's not talking about his show he's just talking about every cockamamie conspiracy off the top of his head mm-hmm. And he's screaming and getting more elevated, and he's, you can you can see from the middle of the theater he's got this big bulging uh, you know vein in his head that's it's just just bur- ready to burst, and he's going on and on and on for what should have been like a seven to eight minute speech, one it being like fifteen to twenty. Wow, uh, it went on, and and at the end of it, I'm thinking, oh my god, this is the most frightening thing I've ever seen. This guy seems completely unhinged now. <laughs> zoom up a couple of years and he starts making these outrageous claims about Sandy Hook right. and about a number of other conspiratorial issues. And the problem that I have with conspiracy theories is <sighs> any good conspiracy theory sounds plausible. Mm-hmm. Many conspiracy theories do not. Sandy Hook doesn't sound plausible to me. 
wasn't plausible at the time, certainly not plausible now. But the problem is that people hear this stuff and they think, well, Alex Jones must know something that everybody else yeah. or the rest of the right. world does not. And the problem with that is, is if you believe your own BS, somebody else is likely to believe it with you. If you have such influence on people, and, and you know what? We do, too. We have influence on people. It depends on how we use that. We try to use that to say, hey, you know, come on and donate to this cause or that cause mm -hmm. or you know, Charitable or, causes are crime-busting, the and, only two things I'm interested in. And dick jokes. You know, that's, that's, that, that's what we have an influence on. And, and, but if we wanted to, I'm sure that we could get behind something, knowing that there are enough people out there that would support you in your view because they're diehard fans of you. Or not even that. It just, just people, if you, let's just say I said, you know what? Let's uh, let here's uh, some state senator's number. We don't like what he's doing. You call him and, uh, you know, you tell him how you feel. I bet you you would get people to do that. Sure. We couldn't influence people to do something like that. When you're on a scale like this on a national scale where you're on the Internet and you're you're creeping into every little crack and crevice of these of these conspiracy uh, websites, you have control over people. You can put you, you do. Most sane, rational people will see through a lot of this stuff, but it doesn't take a whole lot, and it doesn't necessarily take a national platform to cause damage, especially when you're talking about yeah. you know people who have suffered unspeakable loss, like the folks at Sandy Hook. You know the the idea that you know if I'm a parent of one of these uh, of these poor kids that were shot. Uh, trying to put myself in their shoes, which is virtually impossible. And then to hear a raving lunatic spout off these ideas with no real proof other than speculation. Y you know, I would be furious. You know, would I bring charges against the guy? I, I don't know if I would go that far, but, you know, I don't but, blame him but, if they do. But the charges weren't against him what he was saying. It was that he kept saying them over and over and over again. And then you had people on their own, but still be inspired by him to call these people, to harass them and tell them that they're, that, that they're oh, your kid didn't die in a shooting. Stop making it up. You're a crisis actor. Can you imagine that? Can no. you imagine having to deal? Not only are you grieving the loss of a child, but now you've got a bunch of people because of this one guy who put it in their heads that... You're not real, and, and and this whole thing is staged. It's such a bunch of crap. Yeah, but you know what this is like? This is like the bully who keeps getting away with hitting somebody over and over again, Alex Jones in this case, until the legal process steps in and exposes him for what he is. And then the bully's like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, I, I did realize <laughs> something was wrong there. And it, it's great when that happens. It's kind of like, when an institution realizes it's on the wrong side of public opinion, like, for instance, the NFL with the Deshaun Watson case. Right. They're all of a sudden realizing, we made a mistake or somebody made a mistake. We need to ask for larger consequences for Deshaun Watson. It would be great if every institution, when faced with a situation like this, 
could be smacked in the face like a bully. Like, I don't know, another institution here locally that made a decision that was on the wrong side of public opinion. No, and I don't know you what, know what I'm saying? About. I no. have no idea what you're talking but about. But this is great when this happens and a guy like Alex Jones is called on the carpet. But you know what? I agree with you because the the whole thing about <laughs> uh, bullying, mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of interesting that this happens even... <laughs> You know, as a kid, the school bully stops bullying you the moment right. you punch him back in the, exactly. in the nose. Mm-hmm. It's funny to see a guy like Alex Jones, who you know has been bullying people in this situation and about a, a number of other things too, mm-hmm. how he has unraveled yep. and seemed weak after he has been accused and, and and not just accused. I mean, he's done more damage to his own reputation in his testimony yeah. and in the evidence against him. Whatever reputation that was. He's just yeah. he's just been served with a legal punch to the nose, yep. and he completely has evaporated before mm-hmm. your eyes. Wait, wait, there is a legal consequence? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I must have had that wrong. Yeah. Well, I was under a great deal of stress right. with my divorce, mm-hmm. and I was uh, under like uh, some sort of temporary psychosis. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. You'll be paying a lot of money for a long, long time. Over the weekend, I had uh, watched that movie again, that I, Tanya, about the whole Tanya mm-hmm. Harding yeah, thing. Yeah, good movie, by and, the way. And uh, it wasn't, I don't know if it was Jeff Galuli, it was it was, it was was the bodyguard. Yeah, Shane uh, Stant. Sean Eckert, wasn't it? Shane Stant was the bodyguard. Uh, Sean, it was Sean. Oh, okay. Sean Eckert, yeah. So he, you know, the, the way they interview the guy, and they're like, uh, what do you know about uh, Tanya Harding? I, I don't know no uh, Tammy Harding. And they're like, aren't you her bodyguard? Uh, you know. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was the best character in the movie because he was exactly that. Well, well, he was a real is, badass until you actually, you actually confronted him. Well, this is what this nut job looks like on the stand yesterday. They're asking him about, at one point, Jones told his attorneys he had mistakenly sent Bankston the last two years' worth of text from Jones's cell phone. This is his lawyer. His lawyer mm-hmm. does this. Uh, mistakenly. And again... The prosecution was like, uh, are you sure you don't want to claim what is like privilege or something like that? And they're mm-hmm. like, nope. Mm-hmm. So then they were, they were admi- admitted in court. And- you know, if I'm the lawyer, I'm doing the closing, uh, you know, the closing statements. Mm-hmm. Part of my closing <laughs> but- statement is going to be, uh, Your Honor, uh, ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. of the jury, uh, my client is an idiot. Yes, you, yeah. sir, are an a-hole. And by the way, my apologies, right about Sean Eckert, it was Shane Stant who actually committed the crime with the lead pipe. Okay. Yeah. Right. But anyway, at one point, uh, Jones, or I'm sorry, shortly after Jones declared, I, I don't use email, Jones was shown one that came from his email mm-hmm. address. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and another one from InfoWars business officer telling Jones that the company had earned $800,000 gross in selling its products in a single day, which would amount to nearly $300 million in a year. Love it. Yeah, that's those are the emails he paid attention to. Oh God, I'm sorry. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> it's six twenty-two with back Stephen Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. Let me share with you something I've been telling my. Ah, get in the AC. It's going to be really hot today. Today I learned, brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for today. Back Stephen Dave, Rock One Hundred Two. It's like you're singing it now. No, it's like uh, I, I go back and forth like a Catholic priest. Either you sing that part with the through him, with him, in him the thing, or you don't. Right. You're, you're like yeah. the uh, priest in Princess Bride, actually. We are gathered here today. Yes, yes. Mowage. Mowage. Uh, today I learned that once your GPS unit realizes it's traveling faster than 1,200 miles per hour at an altitude higher than 60,000 feet, 
it will automatically shut itself down in fear that it's being used as an intercontinental ballistic missile-like mm. application. Wow. How do you get it up to that kind of that kind of speed? You got to well, go downhill. Well, because there's they don't they're what they're saying is uh, they don't want homegrown terrorists uh, using uh, like a rocket. Ah, like, let's say you uh, you get one of these. Uh, let's say you had old military equipment just laying around Afghanistan. Sure, you know somebody figures out, hey, uh, we can get this missile up in the air. Uh, we don't have any GPS units. Oh, I got one over here in the in the in the truck that they left. Right? Would that be cra- would be crazy if uh, if they like strapped on a like an old uh, yes. like an old Tom Tom go on it yes. and it wasn't updated? Mm. So one of going to like wrong neighborhoods and streets that don't even exist. I uh, I got this garment for my mother before she passed away, and uh, <laughs> she's not using it anymore. So let's put it on the bomb. Maybe that's what Marquise Hollywood Brown was doing when he was going what one twenty six recently. When yes. he was pulled over. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what. The, so the thing will shut down so it doesn't like give guidance to whoever's trying to use it as a uh, as a ballistic missile well i didn't learn i didn't know that either how about that huh? interesting and that's Taylor. Back Steve and Dave, Rock 102. 6.34. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So oppressive summer heat once again returning to Massachusetts today into tomorrow with an official warning from the National Weather Service. It may feel like as much as 107 in Springfield, 106 in Greenfield, 104 in Boston. That would be the heat index, the High temperatures expected to approach 100 degrees. Stay inside if you can. Meantime, the city council seat in Springfield held by Marcus Williams is a hot topic. Ahead of this month's preliminary election, five of the seven Ward 5 city council candidates faced off yesterday in an hour-long televised debate in order that they might promote their candidacy to grab the seat once held by Williams. LeVar Click Bruce... Nicole Coakley, Edward Collins, Ellen Morehouse, and Michael Lee meeting at Focus Springfield's TV studios where the debate was held and live streamed. A couple of other candidates for that job, Edward Clinton Green and Lamar Cook, were not present for the debate. The seven candidates are vying to finish the term that Marcus Williams left behind. That sounds like before they invented fun, because it's not. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends on the questions you ask in no, a debate like that. You know, we've uh, there have been times when we've invited every single guy mm-hmm. and woman running for city council. Sure. And, it, and if, if you're not on the city council and you're running for city council, what you're doing is you're telling everybody what you're going to do on the city council. But you know what winds up happening? When you come on the city council, you don't do anything because everybody who's been in the city council, yeah. they're in charge of everything. So what you're saying is the two of the seven who are vying for that seat that didn't show up probably face no ill consequences because they weren't present for the debate. Yeah, that's right. The, the, their, their candidacy is just as valid as the others, even though Absol- they didn't show up. Absolutely. Yeah, you know how this thing's like. Okay. It's all a popularity contest. Yeah, I would imagine. It's who you know. It's who, the, it's who likes you. Uh, that seat, once held by Williams, where he represented Ward 5, including 16 acres in the Pine Point neighborhoods, he also served as council president. So voters are going to get to narrow the field of seven candidates down to two in a preliminary election, August 16th, and then a final election will follow on September 13th. So it's uh, going to be a while. Have you ever been more excited for anything in your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, how about a big birthday? The Memorial Bridge turned 100 yesterday. 
No cake. No celebration, no parade. Well, Western Mass News did interview Judy Matt about that. She was very excited. We'll hear from her in Now Hear This a little bit later on. But according to Western Mass News, if you look on their website, there's a really cool picture that a Wilbraham resident sent to them. It was taken at the grand opening of the bridge back in 1922. Pretty cool to look at that photograph at Western Mass News if you want to do that. But no, no cake, no fireworks, no nothing on the 100th birthday of the Memorial Bridge yesterday. There should be something. I mean, we're gonna. I mean, you know, like an ice cream cake would be great, except it's a hundred degrees out; it will yeah. melt before you even come out of the box. Sure. Like, wouldn't it be great if we celebrated with a with a cookie puss or a fudgy the whale? Oh yeah, I love fudgy the whale. I like cookie puss. <laughs> I like cookie puss too. Everybody, everybody loves, likes cookie puss. I'm Tom Carvel. Enjoy the cookie puss, and look, it's fudgy the whale. And look, nicotine spit. <laughs> <laughs> It is BS that there was nothing on that yesterday. That was also the word BS that Kathleen Newman uttered while at the soldier's home in Holyoke. And that got her in trouble and got her fired. And she is pushing back with a whistleblower lawsuit against the soldier's home. She says that the state-run home for ailing veterans didn't use good practices and also messed up when they fired her. Ms. Newman in Suffolk Superior Court painting a bleak picture of the home as it struggled over the last 18 months. The complaint says she was fired for using an obscenity. BS. That was the obscenity. Can't say the full thing on the radio. This happened during no, her yeah, dispute you know, with the sure supervisor. You, sure you can. You can, can I, oh, yeah. can I do that? Go Mi- ahead. Mr. Bax? Do it. Why don't you do it first? No, 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 no. It's, uh, I don't want to step on your parade here. You go ahead and do it. Well, Steve usually has a word to substitute for that, so we'll let Steve do it. I don't know. Voss? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not enigmatic. I think it would be bullshiznit. Whoa! Listen uh, to him yes. being all, all, uh, oh, all cocky and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, she says that when she uttered that word, she was fired soon after that, and she says that's the reason why she was fired. She has filed a lawsuit. God, imagine if any one of any one of uh, anybody working in this building were fired for their profanity coming mm. out of their mouth. There'd be nobody left. There have been five deadly accidents in just five days across Western Mass, killing a total of seven people. Western Mass News running a story on that right now about the alarming numbers of car accidents recently. Uh, the accidents occurring in Ludlow, in the area of Cherry and Fuller Street. Uh, another accident in East Hampton and another on Route 202 in Holyoke among these accidents, some of which have been deadly recently across Western Mass. They're on the rise across Massachusetts, according to AAA. One of the representatives from AAA saying it's because there are less cars on the road now as people are getting back to normal. And suddenly people think, oh, there's less cars. I can speed. I can increase my velocity a little bit because there's less traffic, and that's when they get in trouble. That's according to one expert from AAA. If you're not going to use the roads and you have a student in community college in Boston, he or she not going to be able to use the MBTA for the next month. They're closing down the orange line. That's going to affect students at Roxbury Community College and Bunker Hill Community College in Boston, both of which sit directly on the orange line. They're going to have to shut it down because they've had so many problems, and it needs a month-long maintenance rehaul. Well, that's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, so they're going to have to use Uber and uh, Lyft and stuff like that. Well, that's going to affect us out here for sure. Yeah, well, but as I said, if you have students here, if there are parents who have students going to community college in Boston, They're going to have to maybe even walk 
to school. Yeah, that's their problem. <laughs> uh, walking is good. Yeah. Good exercise. Great way to stay in shape. Yeah. So is scootering. Town of West Springfield piloting a new electric scooter program with the company named Bird. Some residents, though, raising questions in West Springfield after seeing abandoned scooters all around the town. Mayor Will Reichelt telling Western Mass News that those who use these scooters are allowed to leave them on sidewalks in the city as long as they're not in the way. And they have a special contractor whose job it is to pick up the discarded scooters and bring them back to their usual places. Now, what is it about the bird? That's the name of the company. That's the name of the company. That hmm. actually provides the electric scooters for hmm. West Springfield and other communities. Well, that's uh, funny. I'm surprised this isn't bigger news. Really? Yeah. About the uh, certain ornithological piece about the mass awareness of uh, the avian variety? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sure. No, I, I get that. Uh, didn't, didn't... Not Larry Bird, by the way, no. that started this company. No. Uh, but everybody knows yep. uh, that the bird is the word. Mm-hmm. So you got your electric scooters in West Springfield being scattered all over the city. You've also got Valley Bike coming to Westfield now. They're joining the neighborhood communities that have had the short-term rental bikes since 2018. Now, do the people... Is Westfield, you said? Yes. Do the people of Westfield, have they heard about the bird? Have you asked them? I don't know. I would assume that everybody knew about the bird. Well, if you're not awake now, folks, you certainly should be. By the way, Westfield joining nine other communities here using these Valley bike, short-term bike rentals. Springfield, West Springfield, Chicopee, East Hampton, Holyoke, and others have been doing this. And now we got Valley bikes, and now we got scooters as well. Don't, well, there you go. Don't know if Mayor Sarno will crack down on those the same way he's cracked down on dirt bikes. Probably not in the same way. <clears throat> it's eight, excuse me, 643 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. we got a mass hat coming up next. Inks, screen printing and embroidery. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 651 and Deep Purple with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Uh, mostly sunny, hot, and humid today with a high of 98, but uh, the heat index is going to make it feel like it's over 100 degrees Ugh. this afternoon. There will be a light breeze from the southwest. Oh, that'll cool things down to almost 99.9 uh, .9 degrees. And then uh, tomorrow, thunder boom booms. What? Thunder boom booms all day long. Uh, Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. Go to rock102.com and sign up for your chance to win a $102 cash card. So simple. It's so ridiculous. We'll choose a winner each week until August 26th. It's your chance to win a $102 cash card. From the Tommy Car Auto Group and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Well, we're giving away that $102 gift card. Why not, like, when it hits 102 on the thermometer today here in Western Mass? We got something for that, too, or not? What a clever bastard this guy turned out to be. Uh, huh? uh, Unbelievable, yeah. Uh, no, nothing for that, huh? Nothing? Uh, I, I, I'm the one making up the rules. Uh, right. Grundle sweat. That's what you get at 102. <laughs> <laughs> it's 651 with back Steve and Dave. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. 
The folks at Aldi Grocery Stores, a German company that uh, launched in the U.S. in Iowa in 1976 and has many locations across Western Mass and in New England. They're offering one couple an all-expenses-paid wedding inside their grocery store. How romantic. Right. Mm. The marriage will be officiated by an Aldi employee, and there are goodies that will be headed their way as well. It might sound something like this. And do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? Does anybody know the price on jock itch powder spray? I do. Could go something like that at Aldi. And by the way, if you're interested, you got to apply online by August 17th. you got to submit a short essay, a well-lit photo, and your social media accounts. And you must already be engaged officially. And you have to be willing to hold your wedding on November 9th. Of this year. Hey, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? That quickly, huh? Well, you're not yeah. engaged, Steve, anyway. You well, how do you know? Well, yeah, it's true. Engaged in what? Yeah, <laughs> That's what right. I'd like to know. I can't imagine a, a, a woman in America who spent her entire lifetime since mm. the age of 12 fantasizing about a, her little, her, an enormous princess wedding. Well. Willing to take all those fantasies away so she can... Get married in aisle five right next to the Kansas soup. Well, even if you get some free red bag chicken sliders along with it, because that's part of it, you get $5,000 in Aldi gift cards, and that doesn't include the chicken sliders and some of the other food that will be served up at the wedding reception, which will happen immediately following the ceremony. You get decor, you get flowers, you get a videographer and a DJ as well. And a lifetime of memories. Yes. How much is a DJ worth, Steve, for something like this? What would you pay? $5,000. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> the wedding will be held at the Aldi Model Store in Batavia, Illinois. Fantastic. So, But you but can if, apply. You know, I always cry at grocery store weddings. Yeah. I just cry at the grocery store. That's just, <laughs> well, I have to be here. Well, with the high prices, which explains why somebody well, might be interested in this thing. Even if they have to give up some of their romantic notions back. They got five grand in gift cards. Well, you know what you do at an Aldi is, uh, as a gift, you get one of the shopping carts yes. and then have them return it at the end and they can get the quarterback. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good so point. $5,000.25, maybe. I think all the grocery stores should do that. Mm. Do the thing with the quarter or the 50 Do it Do it a dollar to bar the cart. So the people bring, bring the damn cart back. It, why, why can't... Why, I don't understand yeah. why people can't bring the damn cart back to the east, at least the corral in the parking lot. Because yep. it's an inconvenient walk. Yeah. I had it's, that just yesterday when I tried to pull into a space and there was a cart <sighs> blocking the front of the space. I got out. Put somebody else's yeah. cart in the carrier, car- which is just like a few feet away. Yep. Yeah, I had I had to go to uh, I went to a stop and shop yesterday out in Westfield, right? And I walk in the store. There's no carts there, none. And then I go back outside. So oh, I'll just grab one from the corral then, right? Right. I go back out there. There's carts like everywhere in the parking lot, and they got this old lady picking them all up and uh, you know trying to struggle with them back to the thing. And I'm like. Why can't anybody? Pe- why why can't people just put them in the corral thing and not on yep. the median or in between cars? Yep. And I just people are lazy. I man. just knock mine down to the side and lay it on the ground. Yeah, that's a good way to do You're it. Part of the that problem. Way, that way, no. That way, it won't roll away. That's right. Yeah, you won't hit anybody's car. Yeah, yeah. Good. good for you. Yeah, good idea. Hey, we've heard of revenge sex. 
and revenge porn. Got to tell you about revenge sports coming up in the 102 second sports straight ahead on Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Complete concerts from rock and roll's great performers. Brought to you by Randall's Farm and Greenhouse in Ludlow. On this week's Live in Concert, we'll hear ACDC captured live on stage in 1991. Plus, we'll also hear classic live sets from the Scorpions, Judas Priest, and the Black Crows. Don't miss Live in Concert, Saturday nights at 9. Presented by Randall's Farm and Greenhouse Ludlow on Rock 102. With the... And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood-Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but if there's anything I can't stand, it's being late for something. Given my own devices, I would prefer to be right on time or perhaps a minute or two early. Granted, there are times when that's simply not possible, therefore placing myself in the uncomfortable position of being tardy. You want to hold everybody up? That's your business. But for me, I'd rather be punctual. Why am I telling you this? Well, first of all, my name happens to be on the show. Secondly, I would like to point out that if I was going to be late for something, you will likely not see me put the pedal to the metal and drive like a lunatic to get someplace. Case in point, I present to you Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Brown. You see, Marquise was arrested yesterday morning at 7 a.m. by police in Phoenix for what is being described as criminal speeding. In the state of Arizona, criminal speeding is defined as any speed 20 miles an hour over the posted speed limit. In this case, Marquise Brown was driving on State Route 101, which has a posted speed limit of 65 miles an hour. The arresting police officer tagged Marquise for driving 85 miles an hour. However, there are multiple reports that claim that Marquise was not just driving 85 miles an hour. He was apparently clocked at traveling 126 miles an hour. Now, in the state of Arizona, while considered to be a Class 3 misdemeanor, criminal speeding could result in 30 days in jail, a year of unsupervised probation, and a $500 fine. And while I think Marquise is good for the money, what with that four-year, $11 million contract he's got, I find myself asking the same question. How late do you have to be to start driving 126 miles an hour at 7 o'clock in the morning? I mean, I was running a little bit late this morning, and I barely cracked 35. Call me crazy, but if you're going to hit rush hour traffic, the only way to get to practice is to gun it at 61 miles an hour over the posted speed limit? Then maybe it's time to start planning ahead of time. Perhaps you could lay out your underpants the night before. Maybe choose a nice pair of socks before bedtime. But traveling 126 miles an hour on a state highway? That almost sounds irresponsible. But hey, in a my yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You having a away game? Going camping? Tailgating? Get the Weber Traveler from Rockies, the portable gas grill on wheels. Pop it open, fire it up, fold it up, put it back in your trunk. The Weber Traveler, now only 400 bucks at your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven in Skinner. With back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Eh, it's going to be hot and it's going to suck at 71 in downtown Springfield. Uh, Marty Caproni will be joining us uh, next hour. He's going to be at the uh, Comics Roadhouse in Mohegan Sun tonight through Saturday. And he'll be joining us just after 8 o'clock. There's an interesting study from Psychology Today. Signs your friends aren't actually your friends. Okay. For instance, you only hear from them when they want something from you. I got mm. friends like that. Yeah, I got that too. 
the conversations are all about them. I've actually been guilty of that before. I, I you know, in my what b- you come on, come on David. David, no way, hard to believe, right? I, oh, why you think you know a guy? Man, revelation, yep. stop. Yep, you're making that up. Nope. I uh, used to do that with my buddy Rich. Now I'm a better listener, I think. You know what I really hate? You're friends with Buddy Rich? Re- really? Yeah, he's still going strong. No, yeah. he's been dead for years. Yeah. But, you know, he uh, he wasn't a real kind guy when he was around. I guess I wasn't that close to him as a friend if I didn't know he passed away. Yeah, Damn he, it. He died in the 80s, yeah. actually. You know what I really hate, though? And, mm. uh, and I see this all the time. Mm. I know a lot of people that do this. And if you're doing it, pay attention to yourself because it's driving me crazy. When people are, like, talking at you rather than with you mm-hmm. like they could be talking to anybody they're not they don't converse they're just unloading yeah you know you know those kind of people like, like like they're not asking you questions they're not you know waiting for your response they just keep on going and when they do ask you what's going on with you something out of that conversation prompts them to relate something in their own life which they completely derail the conversation for yep. the next hour and a half yep. Yep. see what i'll do is i'll uh, i'll call a friend and uh tell them everything that's going on and then uh say and then when they say oh well guess what i got this going on i'll be like i'm sorry i'm, I'm i don't have any more time to talk you want a lot of time maybe the next maybe the next call maybe the next one more, I, I like that approach more signs that your friends aren't actually your friends you feel regret after spending time with them um. Yeah, I know a few people that I uh, I feel like. Uh, why did I spend the day with that person? <laughs> like, or even man. ten minutes? Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why did I even take a ten second phone call from that person, mm-hmm. knowing how it would end? They won't pick you up from the airport or help you move. Those aren't your friends if they won't do those things for you. Mm. I would pick you up at the airport. I may not help you move. So does that make me kind of uh, like a 50-50 friend? I guess. Well, no, why, why, why would you do one but not the other? Because I did- can physically pick you up at the airport. Yeah. Uh, you know, with my feet and my legs yeah. and my bad knees. Uh, I'm you no know, help you have to anybody. get out of the car to do that. You just drive up to the airport. Just like, get in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I could have given you the lightweight stuff in my move recently. Yeah, you no. could have moved like the toilet brush and things like that, the plunger, mm. you know? No. Like, how can I get all, all the things that are stuck with the uh, toilet? Things that are associated with the toilet. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. And here's another sign that your friend's not actually your friend. They're not happy for you when good things happen to you. And I guess there's the inverse, too. Like, if they're not having a good day, they ruin your day. And I've had that happen before with the father of one of my girlfriends who ruined my day on the golf course if he wasn't having a good day. Well, what would he do? Well, he'd just like swear the whole time, you know, criticize me for not driving the cart in the proper lane of the golf course or, you know, whatever it might be. Why would you go out with a guy like that? Because he's the father of the, as I said, he invited me out. I'm dating his daughter. But it was one time or it was like a a repetitive thing where he would do this, invite you out. Go play golf, and then he would criticize you. I was in this relationship for a while, Steve. I think I golfed with him maybe a total of three or four times. That sounds like three or four more times yeah. uh, than necessary. Well, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no. Uh, and one of the reasons that relationship ended for me. It, it, one it, of the reasons. If, 
You know, if I'm golfing with you yeah. and, and you're acting uh, aggressively or you get angry at yeah. your play or yeah. you're throwing clubs yes. or whatever, guess what? That's the very last time I'm golfing with yeah. you. Because right? you know, to me, you know, golf should be about fun until it isn't. Right. And then I don't want to be a part of it. Well, and if somebody else is having a good day or shoots a hole in one or has a low score yeah. and they're your friend, I'd be encouraging. you should be happy for them, right? Absolutely. But see, I go in knowing that I'm terrible. Mm-hmm. And so anything that happens that's good on a on a golf course, that will sustain me for a full eighteen holes. I make one good shot a day. Guess what? I've had a good day. You're happy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anything else? No. I oh. went through the whole list for you guys. About wow, that? From psychology today. Look at that. I know, but you know, I, uh, I I I have had friendships in my life uh, where the their whole purpose in life is to suck souls. You know what that's like? Like someone who like sucks all the oxygen out of a room, mm-hmm. someone who's, you know, negativity or just, you know, just their inability to give a two rat's asses about uh, anything going on in your life. Wait a minute. You've experienced people like this? Where? Countless times all over my uh, my life from childhood on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not uh, specifying one individual over another. I'm not being critical of anybody in particular. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that there are... I see it time and time again. People cannot share of themselves, and so, you know, they must, for whatever reason, seem to want to control everything I do and say. So not necessarily at work. No, not what you Very rarely seen something like that here. Okay. Uh, I've, I've never seen that here. Not okay. here. Never. All right. No. All right. God, no. Never. God, please. You're not supposed to have friends at work anyway. We're not friends. None of us are friends. We're friendly. Friendly, yeah. but we don't like hang out on the weekends or after work. Like, I, right. I, and I don't want to, and it's no offense against you. I just don't really care to. Well, Very we, good point. Well, we, we've been having a conversation for four and a half hours yes. every every single day after 10 o'clock. Yeah. Hey, no, let me take that back. Yeah, 9.15. 9.15 <laughs> in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even like 7, 7.18 in the morning. Yeah. I've kind of exhausted my ability to give a rat's ass. I I, I can't uh, I can't talk to anyone. That happens at 5.31 every day. Sometimes. Me. Yeah. I'm all out of things mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. I, I have admired radio teams where it's like they're best buddies and they do hang out with their wives together and they do grill together. I've admired those people. But then I, I did a 180 on that years yeah. ago thinking, you know, why would you want to spend 24-7 with the person you're working oh, with? Oh, we tried that years ago and we realized we never liked each other. Mm. This yeah. is why we don't do this anymore. Yeah. This is, let's, let's make a conscious decision to never do this again. Mm-hmm. No offense. Yeah. It's uh, 719 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Wings. It's 729 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. And in case of uh, storm damage affecting your water, call Aqua Pump in Stafford Springs. Here's uh, Dave Coombs. Oppressive summer heat once again in Massachusetts today. An official warning from the National Weather Service, which will be in effect through tomorrow for highs in the high 90s. It's going to feel like it's over 100, according to the heat index. Boston, like 104. Greenfield, 106. Springfield, 107. Those are just a couple of examples of what the heat indexes could reach by this afternoon. Meantime, ahead of this month's preliminary election, five of seven Ward 5 city council candidates facing off yesterday in an hour-long televised debate. They were civil, and it says here, according to Mass Live, they were occasionally humorous. Now, I'd like to hear some audio from that. 
Ah, be careful what you ask for. I just know that uh, any time I've seen any of these debates amongst city council candidates, it's, uh, ooh, man, not easy to sit through. Five of the seven who are vying to replace Marcus Williams were present for the debate. LeVar Click-Bruce, Nicole Coakley, Edward Collins, Ellen Morehouse, and Michael Lee, all meeting at Focus Springfield's TV studios for the debate, which was live-streamed. A couple of the candidates couldn't make it. Edward Clinton Green and Lamar Cook both were absent. But they're all going to be on the ballot, and people can vote for them, and the voting will be narrowed from seven candidates down to two for the preliminary election August 16th, and the final election will follow on September 13th. Ah, well, you know, uh, it's a, yeah, how many seats are open? One. Only only just the one. The, one, the Marcus Williams yes. seat. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. It's going to be... Going to be quite a battle, yeah. quite a quite a little fist fight out there. City Council in Holyoke approved a special permit for Gary Rome Hyundai to build a new car wash next to its Whiting Farms Road dealership. Apparently, the original vote was a little shy of what he needed to execute the plans. Yeah. The but- special permit fell short eight to three, but then it says here councilors later reconsidered and approved the permit unanimously. Gary Rome will wash your car whether it's dirty or not. Hey, hey I like hey, that. Look at you coming up with taglines. I'm telling you, guy, Gary, huh? Gary should get a hold of me because I'm like a marketing genius when it comes to uh, cleaning cars. Catchy. U.S. Marshals have joined local authorities in a search for a New Hampshire kidnapping suspect, and they're warning that he may be on the loose in Massachusetts right now, perhaps in the Berkshires. There are pictures of him on all sorts of websites, including 10 Boston and others. Peter Curtis is wanted in connection with an abduction case out of Brentwood, New Hampshire. He may have fled to the Berkshires because he has ties to that area and also to portions of New Hampshire and Maine. There are pictures of him, as I said. If you can help out, they're asking for your assistance. He's also got uh, Tanglewood tickets yeah, and is staying at the Red Lion Inn. Say, James Taylor is uh, playing this weekend. I well, think. there he goes. probably why he's there. Sure. Well, he should be easy to pick out of the crowd then, wearing that orange jumpsuit. I'm sure he'll find something else to wear. Yeah, I guess he could hit up a store, maybe a TJ Maxx, go in there and find something nice. Maybe. A Worcester Superior Court judge recently ruled that Julie Corey, who was found guilty back in 2014 of a gruesome murder where she killed her former neighbor and cut out her unborn baby, something out of, like, Ozark. She will not be granted a new trial, and her first-degree murder conviction stands. Judge Janet Kenton Walker denied Corey's motion for a new trial and upheld her first-degree murder conviction. What was she uh, basing the request on? You know, I'm not sure. Because you and you, you got to have a reason to get awarded a new trial. Mm. There's got to be something that happened yeah. or, or didn't happen that would uh, support you getting a new trial. Otherwise, you're, you're just never going to get it. That's a good point. I don't have that, but but I don't think any reason is good enough. Well, once she uh, removed the baby, uh, her nose didn't light up red, which means she won the operation game and she should be uh, exonerated of all things. Should have gone with the bread box instead. Mm-hmm. Or the funny bone. Sounds as feasible as anything to me. You uh, you say that, uh, Dave. That uh, you know. The, the, but if you if you were convicted of a crime and like say your uh, your representation didn't you know bring up things that would have exonerated you, mm-hmm. or there were certain things about you know the judge's decisions along the case that would have made this a 
uh, a mistrial, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'd you'd want a new trial, and you would probably deserve a new trial. Really? If, if, yes, you would. If you had a good enough reason, like you're saying. Absolutely, you have the right to ask for a new trial, but you need reasons for it. And in this case, I'd, you know, I'd be curious to know what those reasons were. Search it up. A lot of people. A lot of people who are uh, in, you know, convicted who are innocent of the crime. Mm. If you really think that uh, a second trial for this woman is warranted, then uh, well, maybe no, you probably, could... probably not. I mean, it's possible that her, her request is completely delusional. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to know what the request was. Well, not good enough for the judge to decide to grant a new trial. Meantime, a former nurse manager at the soldiers' home in Holyoke has filed a whistleblower lawsuit alleging that employees of the state-run home for ailing veterans barricaded a dementia patient in her room late last year and then fudged the numbers while reporting COVID-19 deaths. On top of it, this woman, Kathleen Newman, says she was fired for calling BS. And she actually used the full word for BS and was fired. And now she's filing a lawsuit. What word is that? Anyone? Bueller? Well, I don't know. You're the one reading the story. What word is that? It's not stated in... The particular story. That's disappointing. Yes. You're going to have to piece two and two together there and figure out what BS I'm talking about. I didn't realize that puzzles were going to be involved in today's show. I know. She painted a bleak picture of the soldier's home, did Kathleen Newman, as it struggled over the past 18 months to emerge from its dark days during the coronavirus outbreak. The complaint says she was fired for using an obscenity, BS, during a dispute with her supervisor. Can't use words like that. No. On the workforce. It's, no, we have. Yeah, I know. See, yeah, but it's seen as insubordination. That is a violation of your of your employment policy. I guess. I mean, I guess it's probably it dependent upon the context in which it's used. I guess you're right. You know, if I were to go up to management and I say, hey, I think your decisions are a bunch of BS. What would that word be for BS, by the way? Uh, big stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what it would be. Okay. And then, uh, or bad stuff. I think your decisions are bad stuff. That would uh, could be seen as uh, insubordination. But I would never do that because, as you know, I'm a, I'm a uh, card-carrying company man. I've had it with these BS decisions at this monkey-fighting radio station. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. Got a problem with electric scooters in West Springfield. They're being left strewn all about the town. This is the new electric scooter program that West Springfield has engaged in with a company called Bird. Some residents are raising questions because they see the abandoned scooters all around the area, on sidewalks, and other places. According to West Springfield Mayor Will Reichelt, he says that's okay. He says the people that use the scooters are allowed to leave them on any sidewalk in the city as long as they're not in the way. And then they are supposed to be picked up by a contractor whose job it is to clean up the scooters and bring them back to their original locations. Now, you did the story last hour. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so in a, mer- a very real way, I've already heard about the bird. I went everybody's about the bird. Bird, bird, bird is the word! Anyway. Never heard of the electric scooters. There, I, I do see them all the time, though. And I see the not just the electric scooters, but the electric. Uh, what are they? Essentially, they are like uh, uh, skateboards. Electric skateboards. Are they called something else? 
You know, they're bouncing. They're sort of like hoverboards from uh, Marty McFly. Um, I see them all the time now. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's like a hoverboard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I always wonder, you know, man, that looks dangerous when they're right along the side of the road kind of balancing on these things because I couldn't do that. But I think the people that use those electric skateboards are so good at it, it's probably safer than a bicycle. So I wonder about the electric scooters as well. Hmm. Life's hey, it, biggest it, mystery. It's uh, been so long since I've been on a skateboard, it's hard to uh, even imagine being on it now. I could never do it. As really? a kid or now or any time else, and I've tried the uh, the snowboarding as well, can't yeah. do it. And I'm, I, a, I'm a good skier, can't do it. I'm not great at it. I mean, I was uh, I, I was good enough. I was good enough when I was like, uh, like a freshman or sophomore in high school. But, you know, you fall off it and uh, you skin your, your knees enough at some point to say, you know what, I don't want to re- do this again. Yeah. You a skateboard guy, Steve, or not? No. Have you ever tried it or not? No. Okay. Never? I was a kid, maybe. I I don't know. It didn't really uh, stick. Hmm. Hmm. Got another form of transportation that was a problem recently on I-95 in Florida, where a woman was busted Saturday night driving a golf cart along Florida's busiest interstate. The woman initially reported by a semi-truck driver who claimed the driver of the golf cart was actually passed out. While driving the golf cart, drunk on I ninety five in Florida. Oh, I can see you? being you know drunk in a golf cart on a golf course. You can see that mm-hmm. loads of dudes are doing that. Yep. Well, if you got to get from Jacksonville to Daytona, I mean it's the easiest way is taking I ninety five. Yeah, but if your golf cart doesn't go higher than say twenty five miles an hour, well then all of a sudden you're a you know you're you're in the way on a major interstate highway. Unless it's, you know, bumper-to-bumper traffic. That may be the only way to get around. Still a vehicle, nonetheless. Yes. The uh, woman was busted with an open bottle of whiskey in her purse sitting next to her on the seat of the golf cart. What kind of whiskey? Doesn't say, and again, I always wish they had the details like that in the story, Steve. It didn't say what kind of whiskey. I'm going to guess Rebel Yell. I'm just going to throw it out there. Florida, I'm going to say Rebel Yell. I mean, I don't know. There's some money in Florida. Maybe she was the... Doing an old uh, Rip Van Winkle, you know, like a real expensive, high, top shelf uh, whiskey. Maybe not. You don't think so? No. You don't think she's got a like a ten thousand dollar bottle of uh, Dalmore Constellation? Somehow I don't think so. Never even heard of that one before. Yeah, it's a ten thousand dollar bottle. I mean, uh, an old uh, Rip Van Winkle, twenty five year old one is gonna you know knock you back for a good fifty thousand dollars per bottle. But uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of I don't know what golf cart whiskey. Uh, has to be. Mm. I don't know. And we got some MacGyver-level stuff from a Kansas prison. An inmate managed to punch a hole through a reinforced <laughs> plastic window. First of all, plastic window in a prison in Kansas? What he did was he smeared the reinforced plastic window with hemorrhoid cream. Mm. Hoping it would shrink? <laughs> yeah. And then he lit it on fire to soften the plastic up. And then he had some guy on the other side with some rope. Did this work? No. That's too Uh, bad. The inmate's in trouble, obviously, because they caught him. But the biggest revelation was that a 22-year-old prison guard that caught them in the act didn't say nothing. So now he's facing jail time himself. Sounded like a good plan. Sounded like a really good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good extra use of hemorrhoid cream in Kansas, right? Hey, uh, not for nothing, and this won't be in Hollywood trash, but Days of Our Lives is staying on the air. Thank 
goodness. How many years is that now? Since 1965. Wow. And uh, it'll be on Peacock. So it won't be on the regular television uh, every day at 1 p.m. like it has been for the last 40-something years. Uh, but it will be on Peacock. Like sands through an hourglass. Mm-hmm. So are the days of our lives. You know, I used to skip classes in college to catch up on my days of our lives. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I had a buddy in college who watched soap operas like that all the time. I could not stand them. Uh, I still don't know how Carly survived an entire summer of being stuck inside of a casket fully alive. I'd like to know how they thought we were stupid enough to accept four different Roman Brady's. How many times did Marlena get possessed by the devil? At least three that I can recall. I did like... The one Roman Brady was that Drake Hodgeston. That, that was one? Like, uh, Drake Hodgeston is perhaps one of the worst actors in oh, America. I thought he was great. And by the way, I think he was a minor league baseball player. He was a minor league baseball player. Yeah. And I know nothing. I never saw the show, but, but I know, he, but I know be, that. But then he became John Black, and that just didn't seem right to me. No. He, after being Roman Brady for so many seasons. Yeah, but I remember the original Roman Brady. And that Roman Brady came back to be Roman Brady. Yes. Actually, no, not the original Roman Brady. The guy that replaced the original Roman Brady came back to be Roman Brady right. after Roman Brady became another guy. It's so confusing to keep it's, up. It really is. What about Abe? I love Abe. Abe, Abe was, was good. good huh? he, was a, he was the other cop. He was a good Abe dude. Abe Carver. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sure was. That's right. Great guy. 743. That Stefan Nerero was a badass, though, wasn't he? Yeah, I didn't like him. Victor Kediakis. Yeah, but Jennifer Aniston's dad. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Honestly, when we both interviewed Deidre Hall a few years ago, that was that was something. And I told her that I was I was caught defiling myself to. How'd how'd she take that? She didn't take that very well at all. And matter of fact, the interview was over very quickly after that. It's now 7:44. But Max man, Steve that today. Tony, that, that that Tony, he was. Oh a good yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Tony right and and yeah. uh, who was Adrian? Remember the remember the love story between Justin and Adrian? Oh, I sure do. And when they oh, went I to when they went to Greece uh, for like a month. Yeah, I'm played by the yeah. unflappable Wally Kurth, by the way. Oh, wow. Wally Kurth. Yeah. yeah. How about yeah. that? How yeah. about that? Uh, Fact that you know that is disturbing. <laughs> I think everything about this conversation has been disturbing. Do you remember when Sammy had anorexia and uh, bulimia? Oh, and those then she was, uh, Yeah, she had body image issues, and uh, that had to be fixed. Yeah, well, thank God you it's now almost, that. It's now almost 745. <laughs> now hear this, Wait, Dave. I was going to say, <laughs> well, I was giving you one last chance to jam in some more Days of Our Lives references no, before we, we move on. Anymore, except for that time. <laughs> Yes, Maggie and uh, Maggie and Mickey. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they, uh, yeah. they broke up. Yeah. Now, right. here this is coming up. We'll hear from Judy, Matt, and others straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7:51 and 38 special. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. Uh, it's gonna be hot and it's gonna suck today. You know, I'm just reading this uh, exotic pets available for adoption in Western Massachusetts. Now, there's no story that goes along with it, but they on 22, but they list all these animals that you can adopt. I saw that, and there's like a picture of each of them as yeah. you go down the page. You can do uh, Winona and Ashley, the uh, the quails. They're 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 quail birds. Adopting quails or Delilah the mule, a senior mule. I uh, see. Yeah, yeah, she ain't, yeah, they got no yeah. good left in her anyway. Uh, parakeets, uh, Clifford the big red dog, which is not a dog at all, but is a mule. And you're calling him Clifford the Big Red Dog? Well, that's because he looks, you know, he's got a reddish color to him. And, and he's uh, a little larger than the size of a house. Very much so. And uh, and then you can get some uh, gooses and geeses. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. Why should you be uh, pigeonholed to just uh, adopt a dog or a cat? I know. Or a, 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 or a cockatoo. Well, I or a cockatoo. Or a cockatoo. You do. You do what you want in your own yeah. spare time. Hello. There you go. There you go. Hey, it's seven fifty-two with back Steve and Dave, and time for this. Now hear this. Now hear this. Do you truly hear what I'm saying? Sound off like you got a pair. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one from Western Mass News. All about the increase in accidents. Five of them in the last five days, killing a total of seven people in Western Mass, accidents in Ludlow and Holyoke and East Hampton. And Western Mass News talked to John Paul from AAA about why there's an excess of crashes and why people are speeding more. The roads didn't look quite as crowded. I think people are looking at that as a good excuse to speed. So in other words, they've realize that there's less traffic on the roadway so oh i can speed now well i mean i can understand what he's saying is like you know if you think there's less traffic on the road you may be more likely to be irresponsible behind but the wheel because you think you can get away with it but there's not less traffic on the road i don't, I don't think there is i've actually seen actually feels like there's more are you disputing the president of AAA, western mass john I, paul i would never dream of it <laughs> just nearly saying that from my observation it hasn't lightened up all that much mm. Clip number two, also from Western Mass News, who interviewed Judy Matt about yesterday's big birthday for the Memorial Bridge, which turned 100. Here's Judy Matt. When we realized it was 100th anniversary, we just got a little tickled by it because, you know, uh, we just think that's one of the most beautiful bridges in, in America, and it has won many awards for that. And no birthday cake and no fireworks. No celebration on birthday 100. What about the balloons? Can we get some balloons? You could get some balloons. You're hanging off uh, the top of one of the posts up there on the bridge. I think that would look terrific. It is a very nice bridge. Yeah. It's, she's not uh, wrong about that. No. It's, it's the, the only problem with the bridge is you can't see it from that big interstate highway running through the gut of the, uh, the downtown area. Yeah, you don't get those kind of spires on all bridges across America. I agree. That's a, an architectural masterpiece. I wouldn't go that far, but no, it's a nice I mean, bridge. It's a very, very nice bridge. And if yeah. they had only dropped the uh, the highway underground like I had suggested years ago, you'd be able to look at that bridge all day long. There was a big renovation back in the 90s for it. And there's also a great photograph of the day it was dedicated. A Wilbraham resident reached out to Western Mass News and sent them a personal photograph that was hanging in his home. And you could check out Western Mass News. It's a pretty cool pic from August 3rd, 1922, when the bridge was... First unveiled. Very cool. Clip number three from a restaurant in Fort Worth, Texas, and a chef there at Katarina's who's banning cell phones from the restaurant. We wanted to make something that was special. If you can't possibly deal without your phone for two hours, this is not the place for you. I mean, people go to movies, they don't get on their phone. So then you're like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and enjoy myself. And that's what happens. That's Tim yeah. Love, who owns and cooks at Katarina's in Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah, they do get on their phones if the movie sucks. This man's not married, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, but even when you're in a marriage and you've got kids who have cell phones, and I've been there, done that, you do the cell phone stack thing, right? Where you ask everybody, hey, put your cell phones in the middle of the table. We're not using them. You ever done that before or not? No. 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 To be away from my phone? 
Suppose I get a very important phone call, right? Or, or a very intriguing text, or mm. maybe there's some memes I need to read. Mm. What am I supposed to do? Not read them? Yes, not read them. Because because the appetizer is about to be delivered? I don't think so. You know, if something were urgent enough, and I think you were getting a text that was urgent, the people would text you over and over again. And by the third text, you would realize, okay, maybe I better get this. But for normal text messages or phone calls, you don't need to pick them up when you're at a restaurant or a movie theater or anywhere else. Come on, man. That depends on who it is. <laughs> Who's calling, in other words? Yeah. yeah. yeah say say I got like a, like a hot tip on, a, on, a, uh, on an ESPN story on my ESPN app. Well, I want that notification. I'm going to go on my phone and take a look at it. And then I may share it with friends that I may text and say, hey, look at this. That's what I would do. It's 7.57 with back Steve and Dave. We've got Marty Caproni coming in next hour. And coming up in the 102-second sports straight ahead, a big birthday for TB12 yesterday. And one Kansas City Royals pitcher goes berserk during a game. We'll have the details straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Tommy Car Auto Group want to fill your summer with cash. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. We're all dressed appropriately for the hot weather. It's going to be like close to 100 today. Maybe going to feel like 107 with the heat index. In the studio with us right now, um, comedian Marty Caproni is here. He's going to be at Mohegan Sun tonight through Saturday, headlining, which is awesome. Congratulations and welcome. Thanks, Bax. How are you? It's like you're uh, part of the deal that we uh, we gave you up when we took the land away from the Indians. They're like, uh, we'll take uh, we'll take that one. Oh, reparations, Caproni. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> But this is a but this is a real big uh, weekend for you. For me, this is a big one. Yeah, this uh, this is uh, basically was like my home club. You know, this and the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island when I started. I worked there when they were at the old Foxwoods, and then they got uh, they did the whatever it was five years at Foxwoods, and I started there as a weekday guest spot, which Nagel knows is code for uh, you'll work for free <laughs> for five minutes, yep. <laughs> and then uh, worked my way up to host, and then to middle, and then weeknight middle or weekend middle, and then uh, now I get my my own weekend headlining. Finally, do you, do you ever counsel young comedians who come to you for advice and say, Marty, how should I break in? What should I do? Unfortunately. Uh, I used to do that too often. Uh, my friends were like, why are you doing this? Because when young comics start, they're usually pretty delusional, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, <laughs> and you tell... I, I had this one time where I, I, was, I was at an open mic in Northampton, Bishop's uh, Lounge. I was going to say, that should be your home club. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Do you remember that place? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go up there and I used to, you know, tell my jokes and then uh, watch as everyone got horrified and all the kids got together and they wanted to protest me. But uh, <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a kid and I... I, I I was talking to this kid, you know, he's a, a young kid uh, from like Hartford or something like that. And uh, my buddy's like, oh, don't don't bother. You're wasting your breath. Don't talk to the kid. I was like, no, I, I got to give him a couple of yeah. things. So I was like, hey, buddy, you got an interesting voice. You got good stage presence. You know, the material will come, blah, blah, blah. I said, just keep humble. Keep your head down. He goes, oh, absolutely, sir. I'll keep my head down. Absolutely, blah, blah, blah. And my buddy's like, I don't know why you waste your time. I go, no, I think this kid's going to get it. And then five minutes later when we were leaving the venue, we were walking out the door, and the kid's outside with his friends. He's like, we're going to be rich. And they were high-fiving, and I was like shaking my head <laughs> away. Like, oh, Where God. is that kid today? Yeah, yeah. nowhere. Not rich. Uh, nowhere not rich. Nowhere, nowhere, damn absolutely sure. nowhere. <laughs> he gave up coming. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, he's the middle act at the Lindbergh Baby <laughs> Laugh Lounge at, in Poughkeepsie, New York. At his, best, at his best, he could hope to be a middle act. Uh, yeah, it, just, it, 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 it never happens. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I saw you uh, chiming in on social media last week over this whole uh, oh, basketball yeah. Hall of Fame. Or well, I wanted to come in and talk about it because I thought, I mean, what's more fun than this? You guys, uh, what did you guys do? You got evicted? You, mm. yeah, we've lost, all, we <laughs> lost our lease. We're Everything homeless. must go. Oh my gosh! I, uh, you know, and uh, we were just uh, saying when I first came in the studio, uh, you know, everyone, a hundred percent, obviously, is going to support you guys. I think the funny angle is uh, is if someone was on the side of the Hall of Fame. She's <laughs> like, we really need this corner of the parking lot, you guys. <laughs> we yeah. really need it. You know, like what if what if they really do for some? I you know, last year when I went down there, you guys had that giant, uh, the giant, the white man, yeah, the big the, giant white the, man, yeah, the yeah. big white guy, which is I guess one of the reasons that maybe you guys could have got evicted. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so because no. I mean that's uh, you know what we. You know, we wouldn't put anything up there without them knowing it. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 you know, we have always been a good partner with this. Never well, caused a problem, never had a complaint from a single tenant. Well, I'd like to extend an olive branch to the overpaid senior management over there and just say this year, if they just would let you do it, maybe, uh, maybe a smaller man, like a slightly smaller guy, and maybe they'd let you. Because I feel like that's one of those things, like maybe the guy pulled in the parking lot and was like, look at this goddamn thing. <laughs> this is the last year for this. I can see. <laughs> Screw these homeless that. people yeah. and their full bellies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of Grinch. Look, yeah. Look at all this humanity <laughs> taking place here. If I see one more goddamn frozen turkey for these people. <laughs> How are you supposed to see the big shoe we have on the sidewalk? Then <laughs> he probably goes in and cashes his half million dollar paycheck. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's looking at the big giant man. No one's looking at our shiny ball. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'll tell you, I, I still don't understand i'm trying to wrap my mind around of all the things that you could uh you could pick to uh as things that you needed to improve down there that's the one that you're like you know too much we're doing too much for the homeless yeah, yeah. and and then you know the the next week there's a story on uh, western mass news about you know the schedule of uh, of things for enshrinement week and two-thirds of it are in Connecticut, Mohegan Sun. None of them against Mohegan Sun. I mean, of course they would want it. Who wouldn't? Well, but sure. it's like well, that's their home club. That's where they're going with Mark. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the Bishop's Lounge. Of Listen, basketball. I don't want to sell you guys out to sell some extra tickets, but you know, by by all means, anyone who wants to come down for the yeah. Hall of Fame enshrinement, <laughs> check out the great exhibits they have there, and then also go to the comedy show. Yeah, but I mean, what it boils down to is, you know, this is a facility that took twenty five million dollars of of, uh, of taxpayer money. For renovations, they built the place on forty-seven million dollars worth of taxpayer money, and here they are doing their things in Connecticut when things really should be in Springfield. We have everything that they have down there to host it, so why not do it where basketball was invented? Well, and you know, I f I think that what they did was back in the day they moved it to Mohegan because the only way to get the players to come in is most of, most of the guys who are getting enshrined are multi-gazillionaires, so they're degenerate gamblers because they still got to get that feeling they had from uh, mm -hmm. playing the playing days. So they were like, hey, we'll lure them to Mohegan because then they'll come in and they'll do Mohegan because, you know, they can gamble all weekend and get treated VIP and everything. But now we literally have a casino right across the way, so it doesn't really make sense to me. Now you they know? signed a 10-year deal. According to Mayor Sarno, yeah, yeah, but, you know, was, but, I don't, but I don't know when that ten-year deal started. Right, right. You know, I mean, because certainly over the last ten years, mm -hmm. you know, there were discussions about a casino in Springfield, and if, you, if it's even if they signed it five years ago, you know, it was very clear that you had a number of different entities all trying to build in this town, and they went through the licensing process and everything. Well, let me give you an example. Let's do, do a little role play, uh, uh, Steve, if you will. Uh, you'll be Mayor Dom Dom. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. I will be the Basketball Hall of Fame. 
uh, hey, uh, we do, we're, we're going to keep everything at Mohegan Sun. You, over my dead body, you are going to keep that. <laughs> no, you ain't going to Mohegan. All right, I guess we're going to move it to MGM. See, that's how <laughs> easy... <laughs> That's how easy that conversation goes. I mean, yeah. right? You're not gonna, you're not gonna, um, you're not gonna say no to that guy with the perfect hair and no. the voice. Yeah. Wait, I don't. I don't. That doesn't work this way. I don't give you money and you give me wampum points. That's not how this whole thing works. <laughs> Guys, I apologize. Steve is going to be locked into Mayor Dom Dom for the oh, next yeah. hour. <laughs> That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah. The contract can be bought out too. I mean, if it's a ten-year deal and they're halfway through it or seven years into it, these can be bought out. Well, you know the, the that. That may be true. I mean, you don't know what kind of language or provisions are in that contractual, uh, you know, agreement. But you know, the the bottom line is is that you know the Mayflower Marathon is 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 one thing in the community that they no longer want in in their lot. And the and whatever happens, however this winds up shaking out, we're still going to do the Mayflower Marathon. We're going to do it at a place that serves the event the best. Whatever is going to be best for the open pantry, mm-hmm. that's where it's going to go. We've had some unbelievable ideas. Uh, of you know of where to go offers to to go and 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 move this thing and it's and it's it's been it's been absolutely remarkable. We're gonna listen to another pitch today. Yeah. I, I, I listen. I I got two. I got two great ideas. The first thing is if if you don't like any of these things, I would have gone complete opposite direction. Say, hey, you know what? We agree with you. Uh, you know, screw these screw these hungry people in Western Mass for the next year. Yeah, we're just not gonna do the event anymore, and then just send all the hungry people down to the Basketball Hall of Fame. There you go. Every year, <laughs> <laughs> just everyone can just line up down there with, with coupons to the subway inside. <laughs> yeah, right, right. There you go. Go go go. Ask for your five dollar foot long i I think you're missing a great opportunity though i think the reason they moved it to mgm is because the hall of fame really they don't answer to the taxpayer even though they receive 25 million dollars of massachusetts taxpayer money they don't they don't answer to us Uh, clearly over there it's the wild west they can do whatever they want right Right. so the only thing they really answer to are the players Mm -hmm. so i think we should get steve here to reach out to shaquille o'neal big shack uh, that that's in the work. <laughs> All right. Well, not just yeah. for an appearance. I think you should get him to stand outside in place of the giant white man. Now we put yep. a giant black man out there. There you go. He's probably taller than the guy. We just right. have him stand out there for three days. Mm-hmm. He'd probably do it. Yeah. You know, he would probably do that. Yeah, like uh, rather than, like blocking shots. He's like blocking people from uh, you know paying money to go inside the hall. <laughs> Are we really you gonna- getting sick of Todd standing here in the parking lot? I bet Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know. It's no Mayor Dom Dom. Sorry, Steve. That's okay. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to be emulate me. I, I, I just think the. <laughs> I just think I, I, I've never been in that parking lot where it's full ever right. we, in my we life. We talked about that, and they said it was a capacity issue, and then well, they tried to blame. One of the new restaurants for well, that too, and the restaurant's like, we had no problem with this. Can you imagine? You're the guys, right? You spend all this money. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're paying some exorbitant lease down there. Mm-hmm. You just hang your sign up. You're getting ready to open, and then your landlord's like, by the way, we kicked all these uh, we kicked all these poor people in the face uh, because these guys that we just brought in. You know, like yeah, what know. a terrible way to start. They're right. like, we can't take the sign down now and rebrand. You know? I I feel terrible for that I because do. I, mean, I mean you know how hard it is to start any new business, especially in this in this economy and in this client. You know what I mean? Without Jeez. a doubt, and that's and that's why like you know I I hear people online say oh we should boycott. No, I absolutely don't boycott. Right? I, you know this is when all of those tenants need you the most. So whether it's uh you know whether it's Colstone or Max's or the place to be or whatever's going in that empty space that was uh you know people should go. They right. should absolutely go. But when it comes to you know the hall of fame asking for additional taxpayer money to change light bulbs 
that's when I'd start to put my foot, feet into the ground and say, hey, wait a minute, let's uh, let's reassess what we're doing here. Well, yeah, especially if, if your senior manager makes uh, six guys make uh, $1.5 million a year, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and last year you lost $2 million. I, I, you know, I feel like the last thing you're going to do to, to, to make that change is be like, you know what we got to do? We got to tighten the belt. Let's uh, stop giving out that corner of the parking lot for free. Mm. You know, it doesn't make none of it makes any sense to yeah. me. But then again, it's Springfield, so well, you know why would it? Yes, yeah, but it's but it's not free because they and all of their tenants have benefited from us being down there. Sure, every single one of them. Well, and that's the other thing I was going to say. Ironically, like if you're the if you're that restaurant, right? When they when they get them for their exorbitant lease amount, right? Mm-hmm. They tell them we've had this many visitors and we had this much and that. I, I I would venture to say it's thousands of people that come down to see you guys. You guys fill up what three or four yeah. uh, uh, tractor trailer trucks. Those people don't just come down, drop off their stuff, and leave. They come down, they walk in the hall, they'll get a drink, they'll go to Uno's, they'll yeah. go to Cold Stone, they'll go to mm-hmm. uh, Plan B or what, what terrible place name? Per- terrible name for place. a burger place, Plan mm-hmm. B. Uh, <clears throat> in light of the current situation, mm-hmm. uh, but but they they uh, they'll send people all to, to those places, and then they'll use that attendance to then leverage for a higher rent for those people. Mm-hmm. You know, well, uh, I feel like we just became CNBC in, in here. Yeah, <laughs> no, let's talk about that Plan B thing again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's only fifty nine ninety five at CVS. <laughs> I don't. Don't ask me how I know that. How do you know that? I don't know. I See, don't. a lot of people don't realize they actually put one in each of the burgers. So, uh, oh no, uh, they don't. No, no, don't start that. No, I'm just saying. But if you're going on a date, you know, it's a nice. But. <laughs> Oh, that's what rare means. Comedian Marty Caproni. Just a joke. Com- Just a joke, please. Comedian Marty Caproni is in the studio. We'll have uh, him for the rest of the hour. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock with back Steve and Dave and Marty Caproni in today. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm all right. Thanks. Hey, they got a cooling station. Nick Kochi just sent us a note, right, Steve? And with the high temperatures, good place to be. 736 State Street, the all-inclusive support service building from 8 to 4 today. So I thought the cooling station would have been like in the, the D block of the jail at Ludlow. Yeah, see, I would have liked know. that. <laughs> yeah. You'll be stuck in the cooler. You can, uh, you can go up in the tower with one of those other guys. Yeah, I'm sure Wait it's to a... pick off prisoners with a shotgun. I'm sure the AC makes yeah. it very comfortable yeah. in there. I like all-inclusive. That sounds... What, what comes with my cool? Some shuffleboard, maybe a nice buffet. Topless, topless beach, perhaps. <laughs> like complimentary cocktails at five. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Shark jail charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, meat that's been left out and uh, fermented. And, uh, that's one of my favorite pastimes. There's some TikTok guy who shows you how they make stuff in jail. They yeah. make the food and everything. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> pretty yeah. He's like chicken parm with a hot dog. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a, some a, three ketchup packets and uh, and a pile of Gatorade. And you're like, I don't even know how this guy's doing it. And then he, he makes it, and you're like, that looks pretty good. I like that. We did a story earlier about an inmate in Kansas who tried to escape by rubbing hemorrhoid cream on a window, and it worked. It actually started. You know, you so lit you'd it on think fire. it would make the window smaller. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? That's what it does. It shrinks yeah. everything up. Yeah. We'll have more with Marty Caproni and news is coming up next to Rock 102. The Free Music Friday Concert Series returns to MGM Springfield. Now through September 2nd, you're going to see local bands playing at the MGM Plaza in Springfield South End. Every Friday night from 7.30 to 9, featuring great local bands all summer long, like Trailer Trash, Unforgettable Fire, Back in Black, Aquanet, and others. Go to mgmspringfield.com entertainment to check out the full lineup. Plus, 
White Lion Brewing is down there and local food trucks like the North Elm Butcher Block, La Mesa, Sun Kim Bop, Hot Oven Cookies, and Holy Okumas. This week, it's Draw the Line, the only endorsed Aerosmith tribute. Go see him live under the stars tomorrow night, only at MGM Springfield, your entertainment destination. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. Are your home, your business too? Quadroinsurance.com is for you. I had a fire in one of my buildings. Chris was right there. You know, he actually came right over. Or I know if I'd done business with a bigger online service, I would just be a number to him. Where Chris really saw through the whole process with me. Quadroinsurance.com is for you. When you need a lawyer, you need protection, discretion, and results. Which is why you called attorney Robert A. Ferris in Northampton. No matter the situation, domestic violence, restraining orders, OUI, possession charges, you're safe and in good hands with attorney Robert A. Ferris. 413-695-4051. It's 834. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. I hate the way the show interrupts my conversations with Marty. Mm. Uh, it's time for news. It's all your fault, Mark. I know. Brought to you by Gary Rome. Hyundai Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. And Marty Caproni, the comedian, is sitting in with us today. we got oppressive summer heat returning to Massachusetts with heat indexes in excess of 100 degrees. Like, for instance, Springfield could feel like 107 later this afternoon. The actual temperature will be in the high 90s. And you're dressed appropriately, Marty. Well, thanks, but it's radio, so no one can see that I'm actually wearing a Speedo and uh, a pink wife. Uh, a pink wife beater? Yeah, can you yeah. say wife beater? I don't you can, even know. You can say it, but I think people know that uh, that's not I mean. real. Yeah. I was like, uh, you walked in there, I'm like, good gracious ass is bodacious. <laughs> Flirtatious trying to show face. <laughs> Looking hey. for the right time to shoot my steam. <laughs> what did he say? Seed? Steam. 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 Uh, yeah, right. right. Looking right. for the right time to yeah, flash what, them keys. What kind of show are you, you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nelly, very underrated. Springfield City Council of Candidates had a little debate yesterday for the one seat that remains following the departure of Marcus Williams. Now, Marty's perfect for this because it says in Mass Live that five of the seven Ward 5 City Council candidates who faced off yesterday produced a civil, and it says, occasionally humorous debate yesterday. Now, I don't know if you've seen any of the sets, maybe, Marty, for LeVar Click Bruce or Nicole Coakley or Edward Collins or Ellen Morehouse or Michael Lee. LeVar Click Bruce sounds like a good comics name. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds like that sounds yeah. like a guy I'd see at the Funny Bone. Like LeVar <laughs> yes. Click Bruce Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought Dave was just nominating me for the open seat. I was like, all right, great. Uh, you, you know, we, we could probably use somebody yeah. like you at city council. Yeah, they, they, you're going to have to do a tight five minutes. <laughs> yeah, this, this is what he does. He, he like, remember, or he say, he tries to, like, put you into the story. <laughs> yeah, now right? now I'm in the story. Now I'm in the city council. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, this will be good fit for Marty. <laughs> but I, but my, uh, my, my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, uh, she used to like buy me items and then say, you know, I I saw this and I thought of you. And it was always something like a, she gave me a dagger once. It was a dagger <laughs> with all insulting. kinds of, 
uh, a cross, a really creepy Jesus cross, uh, <laughs> and she would do it. I saw this and I thought of you. That it's very much like what Dave does. <laughs> he, in his head, he's like, I'm thinking of this, and I'm thinking of you, Martin. Dave does it, but he also gives you a weird fact when he does it. Yeah. Yep. He'd be like, this dagger was actually, uh, the dagger was invented by the Vikings in uh, 1473. <laughs> uh, well, we try and be inclusive on this show, yeah. just like Nick Kochi does with uh, his all-inclusive uh, cooling station that we just I talked like that. about. That's right. I don't even, you know, I don't even know why I've never, I've said hi to him twice, but I just, he's like one of those guys that you like when you meet him. He's just a likable dude. And I've yet to meet him, and I, I think he's got his picnic coming up soon too, right? Uh, yeah, it's coming up uh, next week, actually. 50 bucks a ticket if you want to go. It's going to be at the Elks over in Springfield. I, back when it was his predecessor, the uh, the other sheriff. Thing, Michael Ash. Yeah. Michael Ash was sheriff for forever. He used to have that picnic. And I went one year, and that's how I hurt my neck. I've had neck problems ever since because I drank so much beer, <laughs> and then I, I snuck in the back way to the uh, Six Flags there. Yeah. I almost said Riverside, which dates me. And they had the Mind Eraser roller coaster, and I was drunk, and I was like, I forgot that I don't go on roller coasters. So I went on the roller coaster, <laughs> and I was so drunk that I couldn't keep my head up, so my head was just whipping around side to side as the thing was spinning around and everything. I got done. My buddy's like, well, that was, that was great. I go, yeah, hang on one second. I started throwing up in the trash can like crazy, and the next morning I woke up, I couldn't move my neck nice really well at least yeah. you didn't wake up in the jail of the very uh <laughs> sheriff's jail i'm not uh, saying it hasn't happened you but, you know. right no yeah. but. uh finishing off the story about the city council debate for marcus williams seat on the city council there are seven candidates five of them debated two of them didn't even show up edward clinton green and lamar cook but they're still going to be on the ballot Man, Dave is not letting this story go like a dog with a toy. Yeah, huh? yeah no, he is. He's, he's fixated. N- nothing funny about it. Now he's giving me the attendance rules. <laughs> Here's the two guys who didn't make it. Uh, by the way, voters can vote themselves on the seven candidates, and they'll narrow it down to two for the preliminary election August 16th, and the final election will follow on September 13th. Uh, speaking of dates, yesterday was a big birthday for the Memorial Bridge. It turned 100. <laughs> oh, God. Do you just go through and look for the most unfunny facts to throw me? <laughs> Is that what you do? Well, that's why you're do here, you, funny do you, guy. Do you see? He's like, this kid Marty's pretty good. Let's let me throw this to him. Let me throw this. To him. Oh, it's the bridge's birthday! Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> hey, I'm just reporting on what all of the local news sources are reporting on today, and that's one of the stories on many of the news sites that I mean, we throw look me at. something good, something that feels like Springfield, like a murder on horseback. You know, don't throw me <laughs> don't throw me a bridge's birthday. Although I will tell you the Memorial Bridge, my father was uh part of the the thing. He was the crane. He's a crane operator really? uh, for Local 98, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh he did the renovation on the bridge when they rebuilt the bridge. Oh, no the, kidding. Yeah, the reason I know that is cuz you know, now he has dementia and when I take him out of his assisted living facility for the afternoon, the he 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 can not remember almost anything. Like barely remembers me, confuses me and my brother. But I drive through Springfield and he's like, I put that up, I put this up, I put that up. He remembers all those yeah. things. Isn't that yeah. weird how the brain works with people? My mother had this uh, yeah, dementia a- and Alzheimer's. Uh, it's just so weird how you don't remember what your name is or who you are or where you are, but you can remember all of this other like detailed, detailed yeah. stuff. And-, and- just like this, all the bridges in your family now need to be repaired. Oh, yeah. You, you missed that story. <laughs> okay, i got to hear that one. He's the executor of the will for yeah. the family, and it's become a so, big problem. Out of five siblings, there's one that's and you're like- the guy? No, there's one that's opposing uh, me being in charge of all of this. Oh! And, uh, so now your sister? It's, yeah, so now, yeah, it's, it's a sister. <laughs> it's uh, a- 
uh, and uh, it's now going to cost us thousands of dollars and take many, many months as opposed to just signing off on this thing and I could have taken care of everything within uh, less than a month. You can't just buy her out? You can't pay her off? No. there's. She's uh, from Syracuse. Yeah. You can't bribe her? No. no uh, bribe her with like a no, Wegmans she, gift certificate or something like that? She's more elite in the uh, the Connecticut uh, oh, East Lime there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a, hold, it's a holdout. It's, a, it's causing all kinds of problems. Holy smokes. Yeah. Uh, the Memorial Bridge did turn 100. Tom Brady turned 45 yesterday. There's his birthday cake, Marty. Check wow. that out. He's the GOAT. Well, I don't know if you know how radio works, but no one can see that at home. So uh, describe it. <laughs> it looks like a goat. It yeah. actually looks satanic. That's yes. a nice cake. That's a That's nice cake. That's why I bring they, it up. They gave to you know now all the conspiracy. The QAnon people are going to be like he's eating babies and uh, he's part of the <laughs> he's part of the uh, Illuminati or whatever. Um, Tom Brady, forty five, huh? Mm-hmm. What a high performing guy that guy is. I still I still love Tom Brady. You don't give me you know. I'm not gay, but uh, if I was gonna be gay, it would be with Tom. It would be with him. <laughs> yeah, you know, just in you know, I'm not saying like in a in a super gay way, but you know, like if I was gay with Tom Brady. Well, mm-hmm. if you're gonna if you're gonna go, yeah. you want to go with the greatest. It'd of be all the time. best pillow talk ever. I'd be like, do you remember all those Super Bowls? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like going away to summer camp, uh, having a gay tryst, and never telling anybody or speaking of that incident ever again. Well, that sounded really personal, Steve. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Not there's anything wrong with it. That. Happens. <laughs> it happens. Uh, people make fun of Brady a lot, but at least he doesn't sexually assault mm. 25 or more women like Deshaun Watson from the Cleveland Browns. That's a dark turn. Jeez, well, Jesus. you you wanted murder. I'll give you sexual assault instead. Oh, How about great. That? Well, that's yeah. fun. That's because fun. everyone loves joking about that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. absolutely right. Well, it is interesting that the NFL is seeking a harsher penalty now than the six games that they decided to dole out. Well, that's 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 Roger Goodell for you. I mean, yeah. that guy's uh, always been a I mean, I don't, uh, can I say that out loud? He's always been a trash bag. Yeah, he yeah, can say that. Yeah. He makes $44 million a year. I don't want to get sued. Mm. Not that he's listening to Rock 102 right No, he's now, definitely but. not listening. But, you know, when, when they uh, when Not they with suspend- Dave firing these stories out. He tuned out a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Oh, how about the new pro lacrosse team coming to? I mean, Dave, I'm done. Are you kidding me? You're going to give me <laughs> yeah. lacrosse now? Yeah, because one of the look nicknames. Look at me. I'm from Chickabee Mass. Do I look like I know anything about lacrosse? Doesn't we were- matter. It's They're choosing the team nickname. It's down to four. Okay, what's the Chowderheads name? is one of them. You can vote on it. Chowder. Where is this? Where is the lacrosse team? Springfield. Based? And right. they're gonna. But we love love this part. They're gonna share the team with Manchester, New Hampshire. It's gonna be a what? joint enterprise. So two places that are on a river, not on the ocean, and they're gonna name it Chowder. Like I don't know if you know this, but uh, Springfield Chowder is not high on the uh, list of. What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've had some of that uh, red clam chatter down at Mingles many times. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. You brought up Mingles. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a bouillabaisse, if anything. No. <laughs> it's a, it's oh, a stewed tomato. Oh, God. So you can't make chowder out of the Connecticut River denizens? You can't do that, huh? Not no. good. Oh, God. They're sharing a team with Manchester, New Hampshire. Too. Yep. Oof. Well, Dave, good job. You can- <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for you. Fair enough. That's it. That's what you pulled for the news. Yeah. yeah well, right. look, I, I've got tons of like like car, car deadly. Let's car- give one more shot. You yeah. want one more shot? Then. All right. You want a deadly car crash story? Uh, do you want to? Uh- I think we've already done that here. <laughs> <laughs> do you want uh, the electric scooter program that's being controversial in the West Springfield? Perfect. Yes. All right. How about that? The electric scooters are being left all over sidewalks in West Springfield. People are upset. The mayor, Will Reichelt, said, no, no, it's okay. People using the electric scooter program 
can leave them on sidewalks as long as go. they're not in the way. Let me tell you something. I like Mayor Will. That guy's a he's a good dude. He's got all the he checks all the boxes to be like a congressman or a mm-hmm. senator or something like that. He's good looking. He's got great hair. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Mm-hmm. He's a lawyer. There you go. Right. So he brought in some scooters. I think those are great. And you don't, you you said you didn't know anything about the scooters. You didn't know. You, they're, they're, I, they're provided by a company called Bird. Yeah. Well, Bird Scooters, Dave, I don't know if you know anything about the scooter I industry, don't. is the leading uh, rideshare scooter app. Get out. No, I'm dead serious. When I was in Washington, D.C., they had them all over, so I, I huh. got the app. And you know, You're I lying. A, I'm dead serious. I got pictures of me. I got video of me on a scooter. Look like a circus bear. My fa- <laughs> At my absolute fattest, I'm on this scooter just scooting around uh, mm-hmm. D.C. It's great. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would want to scoot around West Springfield, but, you know. Well, that's why they're dumping them on the sidewalk, apparently. They, get them to, they ride them for a couple of minutes and see that there's not much around. Like, yeah, leave it right here. That's part of the app, Dave. You mm-hmm. leave it there, then people can find it on their phone. Jeez. Right. That's, that's, that seems pretty simple to me. Well, Dave killing it with the news stories Thank today. you. Thank you. <laughs> no better testimony than from Marty Caproni. Let's just talk about, can we talk about your brother's wedding or your son's wedding? <laughs> <laughs> that's coming up next on Rock 102. <laughs> I'm attorney John... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 852, and the Black Crows. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's uh, going to be uh, really, really hot today. Uh, high at 96, but uh, heat index over 100. It's uh, 75 right now in downtown Springfield. Comedian Marty Caproni with us today. Good morning once good, again. Good morning, Dave. Uh, tonight, tomorrow night, two shows on Saturday at uh, the Comics Roadhouse at Mohegan. This is a big, big bunch of shows for you. Really looking forward to it, man. It's Like I said, it's taken me... 10 to 12 years to, to make this happen down there. So I finally got my fat head on all the posters and everything in the wow. casino. So I need Western Mass to show up and show out. So And if anyone's a listener and they come to the show, come up to me after and uh, tell me they're a listener. I'll, I'll gladly sit and have a beer with them. Hmm. That, right. that could be a lot of people. You realize that? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it won't be. John Deliver from the Basketball Hall of Fame he won't be showing up. <laughs> I was, was going to say, you sure they have the parking capacity to handle yeah. all the people are going to show up? Well, but you know, that guy could use a good laugh this week. He really Sounds could. Like he could. Sounds like he could. He, he would give you a nip and say thank you for your yeah. efforts. Really <laughs> send me a check. Right. Just send me a check and buy my silence. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So what else is going on with you? Not too much, man. You know, just been uh, out there grinding, just doing shows, trying to uh, trying to make it, uh, trying to chip away at this thing. Uh, I've been doing some interesting ones. Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, birthday parties, graduations. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a weird business. You know, like I said, it's a bipolar business. Uh, last week I was down in uh, Point Pleasant, New Jersey, uh, down at the Jersey Shore. It was good. I only got like two dinner rolls thrown at my head, so that was mm. nice. Uh, yeah, it's a good, good week. You <laughs> Did know? you really get dinner rolls thrown? Yeah, I always like uh, for whatever reason when I'm in Jersey, I, it was probably my fault. I usually bring up the whole thing about the vaccine and how the Johnson and Johnson vaccine doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then I say, "How could you be surprised? Because it's made by the same guy who made the Jets." Uh, the Jets. <laughs> I said, sure, it was fine in COVID preseason, but now COVID regular season's here and it sucks. And, uh, and that's usually that's usually when all the dinner rolls come flying yeah. at me uh, right there. They really take their yeah, Jets they, seriously. They do take that very <laughs> seriously. Yeah, yeah, they, for whatever reason. They don't need you crapping on their misery. <laughs> no, they don't need no, that. They, they got it all so for upset. themselves. And don't make fun of Springsteen or mobsters either. Probably. Oh, my God, with the Springsteen. Yeah. But, you know, every time I'm driving there, I drive down the, uh, the, the what's that, the, the the Garden, Garden State, State Parkway, Parkway or whatever. Yeah. I stop mm-hmm. at all the different rest. They have a Bon Jovi rest stop. Yeah. They, they, there's like three things that they really that, love in Jersey. That's on the turnpike. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. 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 I stop at the, because I do the turnpike then to Garden State. They have the Bon Jovi rest stop. I stop there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, uh, 
when I listen to Bruce Springsteen's music now, I realize it's just stuff he saw driving down the turnpike or the Garden State Parkway. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all his songs. You know, I saw a dog. This guy, he had a golden retriever and it got paint on its paws or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my buddy and I were still driving to the gig and I was like, uh, I got a golden retriever with blue There's paws. There's an oil tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a smokestack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. The guy still sings that, but he lives in yeah. like a $30 million oh, yeah. house on the shore. You know, <laughs> just, just a factory worker out there making things happen. My, my I, butler's working overtime <laughs> yeah. with my gardener. It's funny. Do you remember? Because I lived in New Jersey at the, when I obviously until I was bragging, about tw- twelve years old, <laughs> and we had uh, bon, John Bon Jovi lived. His childhood home was probably like four or five towns away. It wasn't very far, and uh, they auctioned it off on MTV. Do you remember this? Oh my god, I remember they, that. Yeah, because people fan. It was his parents still lived there, and it was just a yeah, regular. Yeah. It was a normal home. It was like a normal development that they. It was a bi level home. And, you know, that was the style back in the 60s and 70s that everybody wanted. And uh, people were tearing up the front lawn. So he (laughs) cooperates with MTV, and MTV does this 1-900 number for you to get a chance to win uh, Bon Jovi's Jovi's childhood home. Oh, who wants that? And you get a sweet Kawasaki scooter to go with it to drive around your new neighborhood. And you can can drop it off in West Springfield and walk away. (laughs) That's right. If you won that house, you're still picking chest hair out of the furniture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, do you remember that? I, I, I don't remember the auctioning off a house thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but that's probably back when MTV played music, you know, like yeah. back yeah. in the day. But I do know that uh, Bruce Springsteen's band, the E Street Band, is named after this place called E Street in Belmar, New Jersey. And I was staying like three blocks away from it. And I was walking and I see this house with a big sculpture on the front lawn. It's just like a raised ranch. And it was where they had their first band practice, so they turned it into a museum. <laughs> oh, there you go. How little, do you have, how little do you have going on historic? Can you imagine you're like some revolutionary war soldier, and you come back, you're like, oh, my buddies all died right here. Oh, look at that. They put a huge statue up in the neighborhood with this guy his first band practice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, he did appreciate the catalog. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, do you remember the uh, the, the rumor locally that uh, the John Bon Jovi lived <laughs> lived he, in East Law Meadow was yeah, going he, to Ramito's for the French toast? Yeah. Did, did Is that a true thing or not? Did, did no. He, it's, it, I, my understanding is it was all garbage, you know, but... but <laughs> But people online were like insisting John yeah. Bon Jovi's at Ramito's ordering the egg salad. It was probably about twenty years ago that yeah, that his was, kid uh, was going to Wolverham months. I remember the whole rumor. Yeah, so that and wasn't and a so real thing. This girl I was dating at the time, her and her sister dragged me along, and we drove through all of those little McMansions that they have in East Longmeadow and Longmeadow, going. It, I think that's the one. <laughs> that's the one he bought. So you can take yeah. Nagel out of New Jersey, but you yeah. can't take yeah. the New Jersey out no, of Nagel. No, I was like, let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, apparently. His daughter did go to WMA. She did. Yes, but he wasn't going to Ramitos for sandwiches. Yeah. No, no. I I don't think Bon Jovi eats sandwiches at this point. That guy's like he's like Tom Brady. He doesn't age. Yeah, right, exactly. You know I mean? He's still good looking. He's got his own designer wine now too that he has his name on the label. See, I knew Dave would have a fan. Yeah. Well, hey, it. you had one about it. the East Street Band, yeah, Marty. Yeah, come yeah. on. No, I'm, I'm impressed because <laughs> he used to go to Lighthouse Liquors right yeah. here at the end of the street. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Bon Jovi has a wine. Wow, yeah. that's got to taste. That's got to taste a lot. Tastes like sweat and pleather. Mm. He, he was at the pizza shop before it was renovated. Yeah, that's right. He loved that sweetened crust. That's right. Absolutely. Is Ramito still there? Because I no. drove by there and I didn't see it. Is it gone or did that's they been move gone it? Gone for years. It's been gone for a while. Uh, well, I don't go to East Long Meadow very often. It was sorry. like a, it was like a Pride Deli for a while, and that 
a no, pride deli. Oof, nobody really, a- nobody really bought that because everybody thought it was Romitos, and they kept going in there, and they're like, "Hey, how come uh, we have Oscar Mayer now as opposed to Boar's Head?" You know, they, 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 all the ingredients <laughs> changed. This isn't uh, this, this chicken salad didn't used to uh, give me diarrhea for three days. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, and don't try the chowder at Pride. Yeah, Why does no my chowder smell like diesel? Yeah. I don't even yeah. understand. Good stuff. Yeah, but that but that rumor was out there, and it was like persistent. Like people could, we yeah. could not put it away. Yeah, the weird part is, I I felt it was part of my uh, duty to keep it secret because people are like he doesn't like a lot of people. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so people are like, does Bon Jovi? I said, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, what a scam! <laughs> yeah. I'm disgusted now. Oh, I'm really he's upset. got the, he's got the biggest house in the Great Woods, uh, the Great Woods uh, thing, <laughs> and he's up on the hill in East Long Meadow. Really. People were buying it. Uh, it uh, tonight, tomorrow night, two shows Saturday at uh, the Comics Roadhouse at Mohegan Sun. Marty Caprone, great to see you. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you, you guys so in. much. Have Appreciate a great weekend. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. It's 9 o'clock. We're back. Stephen Dave and Rock 102. New 